The Hamlet Podcast. Hello, dear listener, and a very big thank you to all who entered this little competition. Dawn has broken in just about every time zone on Earth, so Twelfth Night is very much over. And so, here are the answers to the 20 questions I set for you. If you're still interested in trying the quiz, you're welcome to do so. But to challenge yourself, please go and listen to the previous episode, wherein you'll have the questions only. Without any more ado, here are those answers. Question 1. Macbeth is very unusual among Shakespeare's plays because its opening line is said by a woman. What is the only other play wherein a female character is the first to speak? The answer is All's Well That Ends Well, which begins with the Countess of Roussillon sending her reparate son Bertram off to Paris. Question 2. This question asks you to identify the play that featured a partridge. Who finds the partridge in the puttock's nest, but may imagine how the bird was dead, although the kite soar with unbloodied beak? This comes from Henry VI, Part 2. Question 3 was the turtle doves, with this one. Myself, as far as I could well discern, for smoke and dusty vapours of the night, I'm sure I scared the dauphin and his trull, when, arm in arm, they both came swiftly running, like to a pair of loving turtle doves that could not live asunder day or night. This one came from Henry VI, Part One, and as I was setting these questions, I worried that only this trilogy would feature the aviary of Christmas presents we'd be covering, but it wasn't quite that bad. Question four asked which of Shakespeare's plays are set in Athens, with a point for each you could mention. They are Timon of Athens, A Midsummer Night's Dream, and The Two Noble Kinsmen. Question five brought us to the three French hens, and this quote, Here's French salutation for your French slop. The line is from Romeo and Juliet, and it's said by the great Mercutio. Question six gave us the calling birds, and the line, What, stands thou still and hearest such a calling? Look to the guests within. And this line is from Henry IV, part one. Question seven was maybe on the easier side of things, where I asked which two Shakespeare names are famous enough to have been used in the NATO alphabet. They are, of course, Juliet and Romeo. Question eight, the fifth day of Christmas, is for five gold rings, and I asked which play contains the line, Hortensio, peace. Thou knowest not gold's effect. Hortensio was hopefully a useful hint, and the answer is the taming of the shrew. Question nine gave us six geese a-laying, and it's from love's labours lost that we have the line, The spring is near when green geese are a-breeding. For question ten, I asked you which of the plays has the largest number of scenes, and that is Antony and Cleopatra, with a staggering 42 scenes to cover. Depending how we all get on with King Lear, I'm very tempted to consider this play next. But we have an entire kingdom to divide before we even consider going to Egypt, I suppose. Question 11 was linked to Antony and Cleopatra, only if you knew the previous answer. And in it, I asked for the one other play that features a character called Pompey. It's a bit of a red herring, mind you, since the answer is measure for measure, set in Vienna and with just about nothing at all to do with ancient Rome. 
Question 12 brought us the swans a-swimming and the lovely line And wheresoe'er we went, like Juno's swans, still we went coupled and inseparable. And this line is from As You Like It. Question 13 covered the eighth day of Christmas and the maids a-milking. Is there no manners left among maids? Will they wear their placets where they should bear their faces? Is there not milking time when you are going to bed or kiln-hole to whistle off these secrets, but you must be tittle-tattling before all our guests? Tis well they are whispering, clamour your tongues, and not a word more. And this line is from The Winter's Tale. Question 14 asked you to name either of the two plays that Shakespeare wrote entirely in verse. These are Richard II and King John, and you get a bonus point if you named them both. Question 15. The Ladies Dancing brought a quote from Timon of Athens. Please you, my lord, there are certain ladies most desirous of admittance. Whether or not these ladies were dancing, I suppose, we'll never know. Question 16 was all about day 10 and the ten lords a-leaping. I had rather have skipped from 16 years of age to 60 to have turned my leaping time into a crutch than have seen this. This line is from Cymbelin, spoken by the legendary British king Arviragus. Question 17. As promised, the bonus page about dogs in Shakespeare will be on the show notes page of the website later today. And taking pride of place there will be Crab, the one dog who appears in any of the plays, and he does so in The Two Gentlemen of Verona, with his long-suffering owner, Lance. This was the very first Shakespeare play I ever saw, and the production had a beautiful dog, who very rightly stole the show. Question 18 has us nearly at the end of the quiz and definitely at the end of the play whose final line is Strike Up Pipers. And this is, of course, Much Ado About Nothing. Question 19. This penultimate question, the last of the 12 days of Christmas tie-ins, wonders which play has the highly appropriate line I'll no more drumming, a plague of all drums. It's spoken by Parolis in All's Well That Ends Well. Truer words never spoken, with much love to all my percussionist friends. Question 20. This last question prompted the widest variety of answers from the brilliant and eager folks who took the time to enter the quiz. Very specifically, I asked which play includes the most references to witchcraft and Satan. A good few suggested Othello, which, I do grant, does use the word devil more than any other play. But, despite other plays that even include the raising of the dead and the burning of witches and so on, the answer is actually the comedy of errors, which is utterly full of talk about devils and witches and conjuring, not to mention sorcery, wizards and more references to Satan by name than any other play. I have selected a winner and they'll be hearing from me very soon, but for now I want to thank you all for tuning in and to wish you all the very best for 2024. I hope it will be filled with epiphanies, gold, incense, candles, myrrh, music, wiser men, Persians, willow cabins, love, gifts, misrule, surprises, poetry, cake, happy reunions, brilliant women, joy and peace. And, of course, at least the first 50 episodes of our journey through King Lear. I hope you'll be joining me. <laughs>